Hi, my name's Hudson, and I'm a geoholic. Hello, my name is Dr. Nick Smolowski, and I'm also a geoholic. Thank you for tuning in for another intergalactic edition of Bad Elf's 60 Seconds of Spatial News. Us Bad Elves live our lives 60 spatial seconds at a time, and we know you do too. For this week's spatially related news, we are discussing unidentified aerial phenomena. <coughs> I mean, UFOs? Perhaps you've recently seen the news or accidentally turned on M. Night Shyamalan's 2002 sci-fi thriller Signs. Either way, you've been confronted with extraterrestrial stories. Yes, I know this sounds crazy, but it seems that evidence has been piling up about what the government is now calling Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, or UAPs, more traditionally known as Unidentified Flying Saucers, UFOs. National news agencies including, but not limited to, NBC, Fox News, The Washington Post, and even The Daily Wire have reported on new released videos documenting many out-of-this-world interactions with technology far surpassing known Terran sciences. The United States government's Department of Defense has promised Congress a detailed UFO report next month in June, after recently confirming UFOs were real. Many notable figures have now been on the record discussing these UAP experiences. Former Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe, for example, recently said in an interview that findings would shock people because, frankly, there are a lot more sightings than have been made public. Whether you believe in ET or not, there appears to be an unknown aerial phenomena that are perpetrating out-of-this-world spatial maneuvers that are simply unexplainable. If this piques your interest, I highly recommend Google searching UFO news when you have a moment. Okay, that does it for this week's Bad Elf's 60 Seconds of Spatial News. We hope you've enjoyed our selected news of the week. If you have any questions about this story, about Bad Elf GNSS products, or you have any other stellar questions, please feel free to contact me via LinkedIn or other social media outlets. Remember, Geoholics, the truth is out there. A quick note to express our appreciation of our 2021 friends of the program for their continued support. Aerotech Mapping Inc., ATMLV.com, Advanced Geodetic Surveys Inc., AGSGPS.com, Bad Elf GPS, Bad-Elf.com, Cobb Fenley, CobbFenley.com, Cyanic Automation, GetJobBook.com, Diamondback Land Surveying, DiamondbackLandSurveying.com, Get Kids Into Survey, GetKidsIntoSurvey.com, Land Surveyors United, LandSurveyorsUnited.com, Mentoring Mondays, MentoringMondays.xyz, Monson Engineering, MonsonEngineering.com, Nettleman Land Consulting, NLCPrep.com, Parkland Community College, Parkland.edu slash surveying, Safety Apparel, SafetyApparel.us, Tiger Supplies, TigerSupplies.com, Trimble Geospatial, geospatial.trimble.com. Hello, Geoholics. <laughs> Coming out hot. Perfect song for this episode. Welcome back, and thanks for joining us. This being episode 83. Shoots, what'd you come up with for 83? I got Mr. Andre Reed. 
You remember Buffalo him? Bill? Yeah. Yep. He is a uh, 1985 fourth round pick, number 86 overall, and he was at the the Bills from 85 to 99, the Broncos in 2000, and the Redskins in 2000. Seven time Pro Bowler, two time second team All Pro, and a 2014 Pro Football Hall of Famer. He went to Cutstown College. Do you know where that no is? No idea. I had to look that one up. It is in Pennsylvania because he's from Allentown, but it's in <laughs> Cutstown, Pennsylvania, which I never knew existed. Never. Heard. He's got to be like the best athlete to ever come out of uh, Cutstown College. Well, their their football stadium is Andre Reed Stadium. Nice. <laughs> so the As man it should be the man's a Hall of Famer, and he has a stadium named after him. So he gets number eighty three on the uh, the Geoholics. To Good add choice. to his resume. And he wasn't he the one that chased down? Was it Leon Lett in the Super Bowl? Oh, knocked the football out. Yes, yep, yep, when the yep. guy got all full of himself. And yep, yep. There you go. Yep. The, lo- the lovely Megan is going to love this choice. Okay. Being from Buffalo. There you go. Yep. I'm just trying to make friends here. Always. Adding value and making friends. Always. All right. It's great to be back. Coming to you live and in person from the Diamondback Land Surveying Studio in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. So I got to thinking about this. If you're one of those people that lays in bed at night, unable to sleep because you're trying to figure out a way to support your favorite podcast being the <laughs> Geoholics, uh, look no further. That was a reach. <laughs> Help has arrived. Simply go to patreon.com and search for the Geoholics. You can become an official Geoholics patron for as little as $5 a month. And guess what? By doing that, we in return will send you a geoholics fan pack that consists of a branded bills hat much like the one i'm wearing right now t-shirt pint glass koozie sticker and wristband so that you can show everyone that you too are a geoholic there you go good stuff eh? they don't have to get a tattoo like yourself <laughs> well maybe maybe we should start giving away <laughs> tattoos well, there you go i like that idea. that's well, a good we idea have them. we I have like them it. well no the real deal it's like oh this is a gift certificate for a geoholics tattoo jake's going to tattoo school I like it. <laughs> we, we can buy a tattoo gun. <laughs> We've got another awesome show lined up for you this week. I'm super excited to get going. Uh, PJ, tell us about that opening number if you would. All right, sure. That was Woman by Wolfmother. So Wolfmother is an Australian hard rock band from Sydney, New South Wales. Formed in 2004, the group is centered around vocalist and guitarist Andrew Stockdale, who is the only con- constant member of the lineup. The band has been through many personnel changes since their formation, with the current incarnation including the drummer Hamish Rosser and bassist Brad Heald, both of whom are former members of The Vines. To date, the band has only sold, had not only sold, but has sold nearly 1.7 million records worldwide, with the ep- this episode's song Woman accounting for over 95 million downloads on Spotify alone. That's crazy, isn't it? 95 million. 95 million. million. So that's you, impressive. You, think, you would think that's a lot. But then there's bands like the oh, Beatles yeah. and stuff like that that have like three and four hundred million downloads, like just one oh, yeah. song. Nah. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. When you say the Beatles, though, three and four hundred million, I thought you were going to say billion. <laughs> right. Seriously. Not three combined. Four, yeah. yeah. Three exactly. billion would make sense. Yeah. But. Yeah. Probably is combined. You're right. Um, so Wolfmother also sings one of my favorite movie soundtrack songs of all time, Joker and the Thief from uh, The Hangover. Remember mm-hmm. that? Awesome. And so when we were in Vegas last week, I may or may not have taken a picture of Caesar's Palace lobby. You know, there's that scene yeah, there, yeah. of course, and sent it to my daughters. And I sent the quote, is this the real Caesar's Palace? Do you have a Isn't phone? Do you have a phone bank? Yeah, do you have <laughs> a phone bank? Bank I got phones. my pager. It's <laughs> awesome. All right. Shout out to this week's featured friend of the program, Cyanic Automation's job book. Shoots. Take it away, buddy. All right. 
Excuse me. Do you think it should be easier to collect timesheets, daily work records, and invoice your customers? Is it difficult to look up past jobs in a certain area so you can reuse control points, legal plans, and other information? Are you sick of using software that does not quite store all the customer and job information you need? If the answer is yes to any or most likely all of these questions, you need to check out Cyanic Automation's job book. Created by the workflow experts at Cyanic Automation, job book is a modern cloud-based solution built for surveyors that works in the field. You can get a better idea by going to their website, getjobbook.com, and Geoholics listeners receive 20% off their first year subscription. Really good guys, too. Good guys north of the border. Glad to hear they're good guys, though. Canadian. Oh, gee golly, don't you know? You know, like those guys. Eh? <laughs> All right. Uh, time for the Trimble Geospatial Weekly Pod Word. So this this week we're going to go with, uh, let's keep it simple, subscription. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to throw it down. Woman. No. no. Oh. I could have, though. Yeah. Let's, we, maybe we should change it up. See? No, n- now you're just going to confuse people. Subscription. Subscription. That's it what is. it is. All right. All right. No so, confusion. No confusion. Subscription. Let's clarify. Exactly. Subscription it is. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay, so you're missing out on a great chance to win some awesome prizes if you're not getting into this. So this is so easy. Listen each week. Write down the weekly pod word. Email them to us at the end of each month and... Since we just had Cyanic Automation as our featured friend of the program, Bob's your uncle, as they say. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> All right, let's catch up the boys a little bit. PJ, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm just going to keep it really quick. Just something that uh, was getting me excited today. These next couple of weeks, we've got NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs <laughs> overlapping for the next couple of weeks. So, obviously, our Phoenix Suns. Fighting for their, for their fighting the playoff, and they oh, haven't yeah. been there in They're forever. In there. So, looking forward to that. I mean, not really much to do to get excited about the, the Stanley Cup playoffs, just because obviously the Yotes, our, the Yotes are not there. But still, I, I mean, anytime those games, you can just tell those are different games oh, from regular season. So much better. It's like only, only the stuff totally I watch. Agree. That's yeah. when I turn it on. So now, totally like agree. this is when the season starts for me. So I'm excited for the next couple of weeks. I love it. I, what about you, Ryan? I, what are you up to? I'm golfing away. That's all, I, that's all I do anymore. It, it's that time of year where all we do is golf and... Are you uh, staying hydrated out there? Of course. Very warm. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's, it's, you're jumping the gun here. Don't... Oh. Oh. Am I? You might have tapped into the safety <laughs> shit. Oh. Is that right? <laughs> this guy knows me too well. <laughs> but uh, no, I've just been golfing away. Now that T-ball's done, I or coach pitch is done, I am officially back on the podcast. So I, I missed you guys. I had some good fill-ins for me and... We're, we're ready to go. Yes, Glad to have you back. Welcome. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm going to go on a rant. Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> Here we Here. go. Hold on. Let I'm me going on a rant. Do we get the soapbox or no? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to keep it short, but man, oh man, these things like this just drive the show, man, drive me crazy. So I saw this pic on one of the Facebook survey-related groups of a guy, right? <clears throat> Picture of him holding a rod with a GPS unit on top. In a tank top, right? He's like in the middle of the woods surveying. And he's got tattooed on his fingers, F this. Like F on these four fingers Mm -hmm. and this on the other four fingers. And uh, in plain sight, you know, and uh, I'm just like, what in the actual hell are we doing hiring folks like this? And then posting their pics for everybody to see. I mean, this guy might be the best surveyor on the planet, but if someone 
looking to get into the profession <laughs> or someone looking for a surveyor does a search and this guy's picture comes up, I mean, what are people going to think? I, what I, I personally <laughs> wouldn't hire him. Uh, oh I'll, I'll admit it. I Unbelievable. Would. So I'm just like, I mean, come on, guys. I mean, this is this is the stuff that ratchets up my anxiety, I swear to God. And it's it, we can do better than this. So <laughs> I could go on, but I'm going to cut it off right there. And we're going to move on to the safety apparel that safety was, shirt. That was not a rant enough. I need some more. <sighs> That was just the cr- the door was just cracked yeah. open there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not no, going to go any further on. with it. No, we could, it was we could terrible. Do better than I mean, that. I could probably pull up the picture and show it to you, but I'm not even going to do that because I was I just I don't get it. I, I don't get it. You know? I, why would anybody get that tattooed on their hand to begin with? Well, question. he probably does that with just about everything, where he puts his fingers up and takes a picture and just like that's his thing. Like, what a yeah. negative outlook to have when everything yep. is just f. Can you imagine when you're he's however many years old yeah. and he's looking down and he's like, why do I have this on my fingers? What and is then going you're on? Like typing on your laptop. And your grandkids you are like, what's this? on your fingers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my mind goes to like, what what goes into the decision-making process to get F this tattooed on your fingers? And then the, the, the tattoo artist that's like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Do it. Do it. If I was you, I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, yeah, it, it's stuff like that just drives me crazy. I, I, I just saw it the other day, and I'm like. Should I get Geoholics on my knuckles? If it'll fit. Yeah, for Geoholics. Sure. It might work. Yeah, you might need a couple extra fingers. Uh, you never you know. Yeah, make sure you, you use the thumbs too. Make sure you spell it right, though. That would be embarrassing. Oh yeah, no, we don't <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, safety apparel, safety share. What do you got? Shoots. Heat stress. As I'm golfing like all it. the time, and Jake says, stay hydrated. Heat stress kills over 300 people each year in the U.S. These deaths are preventable with good safety training. Uh, overheating can cause dizziness, fainting, heat rashes, cramps, strokes, and in extreme cases, death. Yep. Risk factors of heat stress include high temperature and humidity, direct sun exposure, limited air movement, low liquid intake, Jake, mm. looking in your direction, <laughs> heavy physical labor, golf, and lack of recent, expo- and lack of recent exposure to heat, hot workplaces or environments. Uh, some steps to prevent it, uh, schedule jobs in hot climates for cooler months, not always possible. Minimize exposure. Take frequent breaks, acclimate, use relief workers, or assign extra workers for physically demanding jobs. Drink plenty of cool water throughout the day, and wear light-colored, loose-fitting, breathable clothing, such Mm. as cotton. All all good suggestions. I know. It's just getting into that time of year here. It really is. I I had to go with that one Yep, my uh, as we're hitting the summer months. Yep. My oldest daughter and I uh, were hiking one time a number of years ago here out in Arizona, and we were close. We were close. It's, you know, you stop sweating. You start getting the chills. Your skin is dry. It's just, it's weird. It is a weird thing. And I, afterwards, I felt so bad because she was like probably 12 or 13. <laughs> I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> Hopefully there's no brain her. damage or anything. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Let's get on with this. Let's get on. Let's do, introduce our guests this evening. We've got Anna Rios, Heather Sides, and Virginia Oh my gosh, is it Winberg or Weinberg? I should have asked before the show. It's Winberg. Winberg. All right, fantastic. All right, so what we're going to do, we're going to just do some quick self introductions. Just give us your name, maybe your current job or role. And as an icebreaker, what is the weirdest food you've ever eaten? So let's start with you, Anna. My name is Anna Rios. I'm the owner of Arios Geos LLC um, in Georgetown, Texas, which is just outside of Austin. Um, Weirdest food I've ever eaten. I don't know that it's the weirdest, but it's the one that comes to mind. Um, 
avocado gelato, if you can imagine wow. that. Interesting. That sounds good it to me. It's very strange, but it was actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I love uh, avocado, and of course I love gelato, so who knows? And they rhyme. What do you put on it? Do you put on like uh, like some salsa or something? No. You just yeah, and then you dip your chips in it. Dip your t- <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about that, but it, it was just by itself. So. All right. <laughs> well, that Maybe sounds delicious. Cin- cinnamon chips in there or something. I don't know. Yeah, right, right. That's interesting. All right. Uh, let's see. Heather, go next, please. Um, so I'm Heather Slides. I'm the vice president at LJ Surveying um, in Houston. Um, gosh, weirdest food. Uh, I would say that that would probably be my grandmother used to make copper pennies. And I don't. it's basically like pickled carrots. Um, and not that it's terribly unusual, but she thought it was our favorite. So she made them every single time <laughs> that we came over. And we didn't have the heart to tell her that they were awful. And, uh-huh. you know, we, we just finally choked them down and finally got to the point where like, Grandma, no, no, no more, please. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's great. Copper pennies. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, Virginia. Yeah, my name is Virginia Winberg, and I am Westwood Survey Service Leader for the Power Division of our Minneapolis, Minnesota office. And um, weirdest food, uh, vegan cheese. Um, I'm I'm surprised actually how tasty some of it is and how it tastes like cheese. <laughs> I know you guys are all like grimacing right now. <laughs> But it's good. Uh, it's, that's yeah, I, I had that actually one time. It's like made, made out of nuts or something. Someone brought oh, it in yeah. for like a potluck at work, and we had it. And they're like, "You just ate like a that's not like real cheese. It's like yeah. a almonds or whatever it is." And I was like, "Oh, that's pretty good." Yeah. And Jake, you're such a nice guy. You're probably noticing that nobody was eating it. So you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna feel so bad." Yeah, I'm gonna just eat, eat all of it. Yeah. Eat all of it. <laughs> but you know, I gotta ask you guys. Shoots, what's the weirdest food you've ever eaten? I don't know. I would say like salmon roe, maybe. I, mm. I, I'm. Uh, Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh yeah, there you go. You know, oh really? Like yeah. Yep, yep. Jake, why, why, probably. Why I don't not? know. First thing that comes to mind is like probably just like a big piece of octopus, not like calamari, but like a weird, like chewy. I don't even eat it. I was like, this is weird, like the texture. But probably yeah. octopus. Yeah, yeah. And rattlesnake too. Mm. Uh, rattlesnake. I've not Russell, had that. Rustler's roost. Boys. I've heard it's good. Yeah, tastes yeah, like chicken. Tastes like heard. chicken. That's what everybody says. It's it's just the same consistency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? Ah, uh, crickets. Crickets, yeah, chocolate covered or no, just no, just like roasted, 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 alive? And, roasted and salted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with, with a cold beer is fantastic. Yeah, okay, really good stuff for sure. Well, now we need to have crickets in the studio. I, I, I know exactly where we can go. Okay, to get those next time, next yep. week. So I want to circle back on just a couple things. A little bird told me, uh, Virginia. I understand that you and your husband have a sailboat. Is that true? Uh, my parents do. <laughs> your parents do. All right. Yes. And yep. Cool. And where do you, where do you guys sail at? Uh, right now, uh, Lake Superior. We oh, yeah. uh, just we just bought a new boat uh, to have on the lake there, and uh, our dream is to take it across the Great Lakes through the canals and down to the Caribbean someday. Very cool. Would you like oh, a yeah. producer along that trip? Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll need help. <laughs> <laughs> and Heather, I, it's my understanding that you are the president elect of the Texas Society of Professional Surveyors, right? That's right. That is awesome. Congrats on that. When does your term begin? Thank you. Uh, October, I'll be inducted in or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, so ours is a four-year kind of plan. So Very I'm cool. two years out of a four-year plan. So 
Very They're cool. stuck with me for a little while. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Very cool. Congratulations on that. Uh, Anna, what did I hear about you? Something about you being like a, a chief fun officer or something? Does that make any sense? <laughs> a chief motivation officer. Chief motivation um, officer. Is that really a title? It is for me. <laughs> I made it and up you get on paid previous, for this. <laughs> <laughs> I made it up on a previous podcast and stuck with it. So oh I my liked gosh. It. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> Very, very There's only cool. one podcast in this world. Yeah, there's no other podcast. The Come, on. Come on. on. Yeah. I'm going to forget you said that. <laughs> you you came up with that five seconds ago just for us. Yeah, right. Yes, yeah. there you go. All right, Absolutely. cool. Well, let's get on with the conversation. I'm really excited about this. We're The general topic of this episode is the, uh, the, 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 the Women's Surveyor Summit, you know, I guess specifically the one coming up in 2021. So, Anna, uh, you being uh, the, the president of the organization, Organization. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the uh, the history and background of the Women's Surveyors Summit? The history really goes way back to when I first started in the survey profession, um, just over 20 years ago at this point, if you can believe that. Um, it's hard for me to believe that. My first job in a survey company was for the first female registered surveyor in the state of Texas. And that's really where I got my inspiration. Um, however, there weren't very many women in the profession at that time, and there still aren't enough. Um, the rate continues to increase a little bit more rapidly at this point, um, which we're excited to see. Um, but during that time, there wasn't very many women, and they were kind of few and far between. And oftentimes, you're the only woman in a room full of men that are surveyors or in the field or in an office or wherever. And you just don't have that common connection with other women in the profession. You just don't see them around. You aren't able to connect with them. Um, and men and women are very different. And so to have that connection um, was something that I really longed for for a long time. Um, and then I went to the Minnesota uh, Society's meeting in 2016 for the Young Surveyors Conference up there. And at that meeting, there were several women that were surveyors that were attending that meeting um, from Minnesota and Wisconsin. And they all just came up to you and welcomed you into the club. And they just were so glad to see you around and um, just offered up their support for you and just were just cheering for you. And it was great to see that. And every year they go on kind of their own little mini vacay after their conference, um, which is kind of fun. And they even invited me to go. And if I hadn't had plane tickets back to Austin, <laughs> I probably would have taken them up on that. Awesome. Um, they go out to a cabin and some of them go skiing and they just hang out and have a great weekend together. And um, that was really inspiring to me. And I, at that point, that's when I realized that I wanted to have a women's summit at some point. I wanted to gather the women that are in the profession, get them together and let them know they're not the only one. They're not the only one in the room and let them know that the, we are here to support each other and we're not competition. We don't have to be, you know, trying to go after the same jobs or whatever. We're all different. We all want different things. Um, but to have that support and that connection and that networking opportunities that men have all the time um, at every conference that they go to, it's just a different atmosphere and a different feeling um, whenever you're able to connect with other women that are in the profession. 
And so that's really how it all started. Mm. Um, and so our first summit was in 2019 in Austin. And we had 65 women there from all over the, the U.S. Um, so that was really, really exciting. And that was something that the Texas Society of Professional Surveyors helped, helped me do, um, actually kind of pushed me into it. Um, I wasn't ready to do it that year, but kind of got pushed into it that year. So that was um, a bit of a, a challenge um, to get it all done within um, eight months um, from the time that we first started talking about it in January. Wow. So, um, but it was an exciting event and the atmosphere there is something that I've never felt before. Um, just that connection and that camaraderie that, that you can only get from other people that have walked in your shoes. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a great story. And what, um, so like the, the future surveyors foundation, where, wh- how did that get started? Tell me a little bit about that. So we started to plan our second women's surveyor summit, which was originally intended to be in Virginia. Um, obviously the pandemic had other, um, decisions for us and we weren't able to have it last year, but just in that process of trying to plan the second one, funding was the biggest issue. We needed to figure out how we were going to fund it, how we were going to plan it, how we were going to move forward every year with the women's summit. And so one of the things that um, we came up with was creating this foundation. Um, And it's a 501c3 nonprofit organization. So donations to the organization are, or maybe, depending on your company or whatever, um, maybe tax deductible. Um, But we wanted to set that in place so that way we could raise funds to have events like the Women's Surveyor Summit Um, to support different um, backgrounds and different events to help promote the profession. So I I guess I I need you to educate me on something. So you are president of the Future Surveyors Foundation. I know there is also a Young Surveyors Network. Are you guys affiliated in any way? Um, Is there any connection? I mean, what is is that relationship if if there is one? Um, There's not a direct relation. Um, I was very involved with the Young Surveyor Network, um, NSPS, um, their Young Surveyor Network, and I was active with them for four, maybe five years, Um, and I passed that role on as state representative to somebody else a couple years ago, Um, but we directly will work with them on any events that they want to have in the future, absolutely. Cool. So you guys kind of coexist and work together on some things and and cross promotion and stuff like that. The foundation is really in place to help promote surveying and bring that visibility for the profession. So we're willing to work with just about any organization that's wanting to do the same thing. Awesome. And so how did you, how did you rope Heather and Virginia into this? Oh, they're my sidekicks. <laughs> Virginia was at the Minnesota meeting, and that's where I met her. Okay. And she, she came down to the Austin um, Women's Summit. And Heather, I know, obviously, she's here in Texas with me. Um, and she's just been a great um, a great person that's, that's really helped me a lot along the way in my own career um, <laughs> and in some of my own struggles um, in the profession. So, um I trust both of them completely and wanted them on board 
and knew that I could uh, value their opinions and um, that they would help push me in the right direction. So that's why they're on board. Yeah. So you mentioned the 2019 uh, Women's Survey or someone had about, what was it, 65 attendees? Yes, 65. Okay. And then 2020, did you, did you have a virtual one or no because of the pandemic? No, we had planned to have it in person in Virginia. Obviously, mm-hmm. the pandemic stopped all of that. Gotcha. Virginia was basically shut down. Gotcha. But the one thing I'm feeling, just based on, on like your passion when you talk about this, is the importance of the camaraderie that exists within your your you know the, your network network of uh, of women surveyors. I think it's important for surveyors in general. I think we should all be supporting exactly. each other. Anybody that's interested in the profession, we need to support those people because we need them. And I think that retaining um, staff and workforce has been a big issue because there's so many people that just kind of get thrown into the fire and it's it's sink or swim type of situation and they're not really supportive if they need to be. And I think that it's really important for us to support anybody that's interested in, in having a career in surveying. So I got to be honest with you, I kind of teed you up for that. And I was hoping that was the answer you were going to give because, you know, I, 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 I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, as far as the, com- the camaraderie uh, aspect of surveying goes, if we would focus on that more as a profession, um, my goodness, there's so much we could do. It's, it's crazy. And we need it now more than ever without question. And the keywords profession. No doubt. No doubt. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, specifically about this year's Women's Surveyor Summit. And Heather, I'm going to move on to you. I'm told you are the one to have this conversation. So tell us a little bit about, you know, what's coming up. I know it's my understanding this is July 22nd and 23rd of this year. You guys got some really cool things happening. Uh, Heather, if you want to take a minute or two to share that with us, that'd be great. Sure. So uh, we didn't get to do one last year. And we decided that we are going to do one. (laughs) So we have set this up as a virtual meeting this time. Um, And it is something that we've kind of just said, you know, people don't want to sit in front of their computers all day long. So we're kind of breaking it up into a couple days and, and doing some specific fun things during the days, but still trying to give us some time that we can, that we can do that you know, networking and that togetherness that we had on our on our last one. Um, and so we've got some time built in for some of that. Um, on the Thursday, we've got, you know, just basically in the afternoon, we're going to do a, a opening and a welcoming session. Um, a lot of the people that we think are going to you know, came last time, we're going to show up again. And we've kind of opened it up to some more people because last one we sold out. I mean, absolutely. There was a waiting list mm. and everything else. So doing it virtually, we're kind of like, hey, we can have everybody that wants to come, come. Yeah. So we're doing that. And then, you know, obviously with what we do, we need some CEUs and, and things like that. Yeah. So we've actually got a um, professional trainer that's going to come in on to Thursday afternoon that's going to talk about the difficult conversations. So these are things that as women, we kind of struggle with talking about. And a lot of us are not me, but a lot of people are really nice (laughs) and they have problems doing negotiating and salaries and doing some confrontational things. Um, And we have a, 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 one of my friends, Edie is, is going to come. She does professional training for my company um, and she's going to kind of negotiate that conversation she's an ex-air force person so oh. she's been she's been around the block and done some of this hard stuff right so um 
we're really excited about that. And then we're going to follow that whole hard conversations up with about a two hour happy hour. So you know, we, we can get together <laughs> and, and, you know, really be able to kind of expand on that and enjoy each other's company and things like that. So um, like it, yeah, I hard like conversation, it. and then go right to the happy hour. I <laughs> like right, it. Yep, right. Yep, exactly. You know, we need a margarita afterwards, <laughs> and that might be a good thing, right? So, yep. um, so that's kind of the plan for Thursday. And then Friday, we're gonna have an another two hour um, continuing education class, but that's gonna be more of a panel discussion. We did that last time. Um, with some of the women at the Women's Summit. And it was really, really powerful to hear a lot of people's stories and the things that they they are passionate about. We're going to have um, Anna, obviously, is going to be on the panel. Um, and then Marissa from in, in, in yep. CES that's going to talk about their mission and some of the diversity programs that they've got going there. And then we've got the, um, the ladies from Get Kids Into Surveying. So Ellie and Elaine, we're going to have them be on the panel and just be able to kind of talk about how we're going to promote the profession, how each of us has a, a role in that and, and what we, what we can do on that. So we're really excited. We're going to, we've got the registration that's going to be opening up and stuff like that. So we're, you know, really looking to have a really great, you know, couple days together. So, yeah. Sounds like a great program. I, I want to. I got to circle back on just a couple of things. First of all, let's go back to the happy hour. If, uh, <laughs> of course, <laughs> if you guys need anybody to moderate the happy hour, the geoholics be happy to step in. I think we'd be a perfect fit for that. Of course. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> and the other, I got two other questions, and this may sound dumb or whatever, but uh, can can men attend? I'm going to say no, right? Really? We really have done this. Yeah. Wow. We've done this it's for interesting, women, yeah. by left women. Out. Hey, I don't, I'm all in favor I of it. I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, there's so many things that you guys have, right? There's the one thing <laughs> that I think that we need to have a little bit of some real raw girl time. And it's kind of hard to do with guys in the room. So I'm not going to say that we're going to completely always kick you out, but this is kind of a special kind of thing. We're just welcome for the happy hour. It's, we, it's yeah. understandable. We can buy drinks at happy <laughs> yeah, hour. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Absolutely. that's awesome. Very, very good. And there are professional development hours included with this entire yeah. thing, right? Absolutely. You'd mentioned right. that. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, that is a huge benefit. Yeah. To I thought that stood for professional drinking hours. Ugh. No, I, I, got, I got a doctorate in that. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I mean, you guys got a great program lined up, and you know, on, on Friday, it sounds like the you know the the, the panelists that you have lined up are super solid. Uh, I'm sure you're going to have some amazing content presented at that, and I, I love the idea on Thursday of the difficult conversations. Um, I mean, I, I would I would love to hear that conversation. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, and that's why I asked if men could attempt. But I understand. Can we, can we just sneak you in? Do your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we we'll it. turn off the video. We'll just be there, you know, yeah. silently <laughs> listening. Yep, yep. Uh, forever muted. <laughs> <laughs> And All and right. and again, how to yeah. promote the profession? You gotta mention the Geoholics podcast when oh, you guys no are question. there. Of course, we, of we're course. expecting at least sixty-five new listeners. <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> 
love it. I love it. Well, Heather, thank you so much for that. Uh, Virginia, let's move on to you and give you an opportunity to talk here. Tell us a little bit about how folks get registered, you know, if there's any sponsorship opportunities or just any way people can provide support for this. Sure. Um, well, actually, Heather, do you want to chime in a little bit on the registration? I know you were kind of working that out last week. <laughs> Yeah, so we've got, um, we'll have it posted on our website, but we've got a link that's all set up for the Eventbrite. So you can go on there and get your tickets. And there is um, the ability to be able to do sponsorships off of that link as well. So um, I think that we'll put something on here, but our futuresurveyor.org website will have a link to the Women's Survey Summit. And that will be where you can go in and sign up and, and uh, yeah. That's awesome. Get tickets and sponsors and all that. Very cool. So you, would, you, would, would you accept the Geoholics as a sponsor? Of course. Bam. Of course. I knew there was an in. I knew I'll you had an take in. your money. But we, we, we got to listen to that hard conversation. Yeah. <laughs> There's give and take here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's a negotiation, right? Exactly, exactly. All right, Virginia, go ahead and fill in the blanks here. All right. So, yeah, we are looking for sponsors for the summit. Um, you know, we are a new organization, so um, there's a lot of things that go into play with uh, starting a new organization, as I'm sure you guys are well familiar with uh, starting your podcast. Um, we have been reaching out to those who sponsored the first summit, and we are reaching out to uh, new sponsors as well. And so far, it's been really great to see the sponsor support. Uh, the enthusiasm the sponsors have um, being part of the summit is, is just great. Um, for example, you know, Westwood is super excited to support the summit a second year. Um, being able to uh, contribute to an organization like the foundation, uh, which promotes diversity in the profession, is really important to a lot of companies. And I think this is a great way for them to uh, be able to do that. Um, yeah. And, you know, they want to be a part of it, right? Uh, the foundation is offering four levels of sponsorship uh, for the summit, uh, each level offering some sort of sponsor advertisement. And one of the things that we are offering is uh, to all participants of the summit is an event t-shirt um, with the summit logo on the front and all of the sponsors' uh, logos and names displayed on the back, depending on their um, sponsorship level. So it will be a must-have uh, for all the lady surveyors out there. And um, yeah, uh, looking forward to that. So uh, for those of you who are listening, if you would like to support the summit, please let us know. Uh, you can send us an email at info at futuresurveyors.org. Um, so yeah. Uh, a sponsorship level for uh, for every uh, price range out there for you guys. So fantastic! So Nailed since it. you yep, since you gave out the email address, what's the website folks can go through? Uh, futuresurveyors.org. Futuresurveyors.org. And so mm-hmm. I got to ask you guys. So whenever I think of a foundation, I think of like scholarships and stuff like that. Is that something you guys are going to be offering in the future, or maybe you're currently offering? Uh, it's it's a possibility. Um, you know. Being such a young organization, we're still kind of figuring those things out. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the um, one of the things that I'm passionate about is being involved in STEM events and uh, attending uh, high school career fairs, uh, promoting the profession that way. Um, so I'm hoping that the foundation is able to 
um, help support um, either financially or provide information, uh, content, material to other surveyors out there, um, giving them an opportunity to, to, to volunteer in that way as well. Um, you know, sometimes it's about connections, finding teachers to talk to or events, um, you know, STEM events, uh, things like that. So, um, my, my personal goal in being part of the foundation is to create that network and that opportunity for surveyors to get involved. And I'm glad you said that. Uh, and you mentioned volunteering. I'm sure there's probably got to be some opportunities if folks want to get involved at that level to, uh, to do so. I mean, what, what are, are some of those opportunities and how can folks, uh, who, who should they reach out to if they, if they are interested in being involved? Um, I'll, I would just say, you know, um, that the email I sent out, or I mentioned earlier, info at uh, futuresurveyors.org. Um, otherwise, you can reach out to any one of um, uh, us, Anna, Heather, or myself. Um, we are available on most, I think, every social media platform except for Twitter, which I think we're still trying to get set up on that. But uh, yeah, we're out there. So if you um, have an interest or even if you uh, have an opportunity that you want to share with um, your community, let us know and, and we'll help um, promote that for you, too. Now, all the social media is at Future Surveyors or where would we find you? Correct. Yep. So Future Surveyors, both uh, LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. I'm curious, are you guys getting uh, much support from the other state organizations on, on promoting not only future surveyors, but the, the, the Women's Surveyor Summit? Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, in fact, um, Minnesota is hoping to host um, an event. I don't know. I can't remember where we are in the lineup, but yeah, we, we can't wait. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Let's so let's let's circle back just a little bit. So you, you, the, the the first summit, so Women's Surveyor Summit, was in 2019, and it sounds like it was an amazing experience. So just to kind of you know give our listeners you know a, a taste of kind of you know how, maybe talk a little bit about your individual experiences. What sticks out to you from the 2019 Surveyor Summit? And uh, Anna, I'm gonna let you go first since you've been quiet here the last few minutes. <laughs> Um, the 2019 summit really was just about that connection, um, but it was not just about the connection. It was also about creating a visit, this visibility of women in the profession. So we didn't just provide an event for people to come to. We also were getting the word out that you're not the only one. There's other women out there and that are you know going through the same things that are working in the field or working in the office or whatever. And and just bringing that visibility to the forefront. Um, and I think that has really helped a lot of other um, groups of women across really the world. I've seen a lot of women in Australia getting together. Um, there's a girl in New York, Ashley, who had her own little mini women's summit um, at her state conference. They have like a, a meetup um, during their conference. And so there's been a lot more of that um, and I hadn't really seen that before the summit. I'm not saying the summit was the, the end all be all that started all of it. Um, I think it's just been a long time coming. And I think right now there's more and more women that are that are in leadership positions and that are really passionate about sharing the profession with others. Such great stuff right there. So why, why I've got your attention. What I'm, I'm curious. I mean, why? 
why now, right? I mean, you, you mentioned earlier that, you know, there's been this issue about it being, a, you know, essentially a male-dominated profession. And, you know, over the last two to three years, like you, like you said, it's just like there's been this movement, you know, it's because of women like yourselves. Um, what do you think it took to kind of flip the switch and, and really start to have this conversation? Honestly, I'm really not sure. Um, it's something I wanted to do for a long time. Um, it's something that I felt was needed for a long time. Um, I wish that we had done this 15 years ago when I was five exactly. years into surveying. Um, but obviously that didn't happen. I was still green and learning. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't know why, you know, at this point that it just seems like there's more women that are that are really involved and really passionate about sharing the profession and promoting the profession and um, and, and trying to get more people into the profession. Um, I don't know why just in the last few years, but it does seem like it's been more um, more frequent. For grabbing, sure. grabbing the bull by the horns, boys. As they say. Yes. Yep, yep. And it's, uh, you know, and like, you know, we had Amanda Allred on uh, two shows ago, I guess. And, you know, what an inspiration she is, of course. And, you know, women like yourselves that are, you know, have a strong voice and are, are motivated and, uh, you know, not afraid to speak up and everything. I mean, I... I love it. You know, like you said, I wish this would have been done 15 years ago. You know, when I hear Amanda's story and some of the others, I'm just like, oh, my God. Why? Why Why? Why? Why is it taking it so long for us to figure this out and realize that we have a serious issue, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's just the profession itself and then with with the gender roles as well. Yeah, it's, and it's a generational thing for sure. Oh, you absolutely. know, there's a lot of, you know, younger folks getting involved and getting, you know, establishing themselves in leadership positions, both, you know, male and female. Um, and I think that's making a huge difference. There's just some really good energy, you know. Absolutely. So I love it. Uh, Heather, tell us a little bit about your, uh, you know, what sticks out in your mind about the first Women's Surveyor Summit? So we had, um, and it was, it was, Really impactful. Like I talked about, the the um, panel was really kind of neat. We had some keynote speakers that were really powerful. But I think my time was the time outside of the classroom <laughs> that was was more fun. Um, there was conversations that we had that don't typically happen um, when you're hanging around a bunch of guys surveying. It was. It was really interesting to kind of be able to walk and be in your own skin and to be able to just kind of be yourself with all of everything all let down, you know, kind of thing. It was it was just a different not putting on airs, not trying to be tougher than you really are and being able to cry in front of some other people. I, I don't do that in front of the guys. So it was it was kind of a neat thing to be able to say, yeah, this is who we are. And just really be yourself. It was, it was, it was refreshing. Right. So that was, that was the part that I think I really walked away going. That was a, a unique event. <laughs> That's great to hear. Cause I think about like, you know, it, it's, I'm sure it's different, but when you get a bunch of like guy surveyors in the room, you know, the testosterone's flowing and oh, I'm yeah. the best surveyor there is, you know, and this <laughs> and that I, uh, I have to imagine the conversations that a bunch of guy surveyors have, you know, trying to show everybody they're the best surveyor in the world. Um, it doesn't really happen when you get a bunch of, uh, a bunch of women together. Is that, is that a safe assumption? You know, it's almost like, how much we were able to contribute. It was, you know, we were one up in each other 
on the fact of, well, I care more about my people than you do. Well, no, I care more. And, and I do this, you know, it was, it was a different kind of, Hey, I'm a good mentor, you know, where, oh, you know, awesome. I don't, you know, we're not talking about what snakes we killed, you know, yes. we're talking about the people that we've encouraged <laughs> along the way. So yes. it was, it was, it was different. Yeah. Oh man, or, we, uh, need, we need way more ladies. Yes, I totally agree. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine there was anybody in the room that had F this tattooed on their fingers. Either. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I no, think that so. you're but very it, safe in that assumption. They are a tough crowd. It is a tough crowd. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Well, hey, it's a tough business, right? I did, he- Heather's getting a tattoo tonight. <laughs> <laughs> a G- the geoholics tattoo. No, she's getting F this right on her, right on her hands. <laughs> oh man. All right. Before shoots gets carried away, Virginia, talk about your, uh, you, what, what sticks out in your mind about the, uh, the first women's survey summit? Um, I, kind of going back and forth between what both uh, Anna and Heather said. Um, but for me, I like I knew it was going to be a great summit right away when I walked into the hotel lounge and I saw that icebreaker happy hour there, uh, just full of ladies, um, you know, we're getting together, having some appetizers and cocktails and getting to know each other. And um, by the end of the night, I had talked to, I don't know, 30, 40s. Wow. Uh, different women and most of them were in a leadership role of some sort, whether they own their own company or um, were vice president or managed uh, a survey department. And this was really impactful for me because I had just been promoted before the summit. And so I was, you know, thinking to myself like, all right, how am I going to manage a group of seven dudes? Right. And, (laughs) and, and uh, so it was just, kind of getting getting that mindset and just getting the advice of, of a lot of the women that were there that night, just kind of talking to them and seeing what their experiences were like, um, uh, you know, climbing the ladder, so to speak, and and just how, it, how, it, how it's a little different for women than it is for men. And yeah. uh, that really inspired me a lot. And I, I can remember all of those conversations. So it was great. That's so interesting. You know, you're talking about, you know, how am I going to manage seven dudes? First of all, you got to have the right, <laughs> you got to have the right seven dudes. Yes. And first of all, that's that. Of course. And I mean, from experience, I have to mention this. I not too long ago worked for a very large global company and the company, um, you know, that, part was, of, that part, was a humble brag. Part of their culture, part of their culture was to have women in leadership roles. Yeah. Right. So like my ultimate boss was a a female right and it was it was an amazing experience i gotta be honest with you i mean the the organizational i mean leadership everything was like way beyond expectation to be honest with you and it was it was a great working environment so um i appreciate you guys sharing that um let's talk about yeah go ahead i'm sorry oh i was just gonna say and and, you know it turned out i you know i have a a great team of uh of guys to work with and you know it's it's just great for sure. Yeah. No, that's great. Good to hear. Uh, not everybody has those success stories. You know, I'm sure for every success story, there's 20 nightmare stories, oh, you absolutely. know, uh, unfortunately. Um, what else we got here? Uh, what, so what are you guys excited about moving forward? I mean, obviously, you know, you have the in July here in just a few months. It's going to be here before you know it. You've got the next woman's uh, summit coming up. What besides that? What else are you excited about? So, Anna, go ahead. Oh, no, actually, you know what? Let's go backwards. Virginia, I'll start with you. What are you excited Snake about moving draft, forward? Snake draft. Yeah. <laughs> you like that. After the summit? Yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, 
like I mentioned before, supporting those uh, STEM events um, and other surveyors out there, mm. uh, developing more content through the foundation, um, just trying to figure out, figure out a way to help other surveyors um, uh, become more comfortable reaching out. I think sometimes uh, we have a tendency to, well, first of all, just be super busy, right, with our work. And, um, you know, reaching out to another community or something like that um, might be something we're not comfortable with. And I think uh, that would be that would be something that I'm looking forward to in terms of, you know, helping uh, diversify the profession. Totally agree. And from a male perspective, we are so bad about letting our pride get in the way. Oh, absolutely. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> We're afraid to reach out. We're afraid to ask for help. We're afraid to, uh, you know, get advice. Um, it, it, it's awful. Uh, we have to be much better about that. Heather, uh, what are you most excited about moving forward? So after the, the last Women's Surveyor Summit, we had a Facebook page that we kind of opened up. And in that group, um, we... There's, there's some mentorship going on in there and mm. it, it really is. And, and I, I kind of use this phrase in a lot of different areas, but I like getting gritty. I like getting like talking about those hard conversations. And I like, you know, Anna, I've, we've been through a ton and done a lot of support on that, but you don't do that if you're not vulnerable. And so I think mm. showing that you can make mistakes and what not to do and good gracious, I can show you every mistake not to do now. Um, but, but to be able to just kind of be a mentor and reach out to, you know, we're talking about the women here, but we're working about a lot of diversity and to open that up to a lot of other groups that may be underrepresented and give them mentors that they can kind of look at and go, you know, we're, we're here. We, we've screwed up, learn from what I've done and, yep. and kind of get a little, little gritty on stuff. That's, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Great response. I love that. And you, you're speaking my language. You talked about mentoring. You talked about, you know, being vulnerable. And I'll, the only thing I would add to that is just being humble. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, again, guys are so, they're we're terrible. Pride. Yeah, pride. the pride gets in the way. I mean, come on. Geez. I'm never wrong. I know everything. Yes, my survey is <laughs> perfect. I've never made a mistake in my life. Uh, that, yeah. That's that's a quote one of my favorite of every quotes. surveyor I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> one of my favorite quotes right now is, I'm not as smart as I think I am. So absolutely. Um, I'm absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna live with that one for a while. Yeah, and the sooner we all realize that, the better off we're gonna be. Uh Anna, let's circle back to you here. What are you most excited about moving forward? I'm really excited about us being able to meet again in person. Mm. <laughs> I'm ready for this pandemic to just, you know, be over and let us get back together in person and mask off and you know, be able to connect again. Um, I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about some different opportunities that that the foundation, as we continue to build it and grow, um, that we'll be able to offer to different backgrounds um, and to to be able to highlight all the different types of people that that, um, have an opportunity in surveying that probably don't know it or don't think about it or have never thought about it or don't even know what surveying is yet. Um, I think that those are really the things that excite me is just continuing to promote the profession, bring visibility of the profession to the world as a whole, to the U.S. You know, there's there's so many people that just still don't know what surveying is, and it has great opportunities for just about anybody. And all the different backgrounds just add more 
um, quality to what we do. And I'm excited for that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So much great energy. <laughs> I mean, this is awesome. I could talk all night about this stuff just because the, uh, you know, the, the energy that you guys have is, uh, it's, it's addictive for sure. Well, I'm going to go with the, the female energy here and, and ask these ladies, uh, the question that we ask everybody, but it's going to be three different answers. So no copying. Uh, we'll start with Anna. So, uh, what, what's a mantra that you live by? Man, hard question. Um, man, you might have to come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. It's not, it's not the first time. No, no, no. Yeah. It, 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 that's, think, it's a tall order. I know we, I think, we didn't preface it with you. So <laughs> I think for me, it's just to never give up and to never stop learning. Yep. So between those two things, um, you're always going to grow as long as you don't give up and you never stop learning. It's awesome. Heather, what you got? I, I, this would be the one I would have tattooed, but it is grow or die. Mm. So I think that you have to grow your companies. You have to grow your people. You have to keep growing and bettering yourself every day, regardless, or, you know, it, it just all, it goes, it goes away. So grow or die. Great stuff. It won't fit on the knuckles, but. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Virginia, what do you have? Uh, lately for me, it's been, uh, if you work the plan, the plan works. Oh, I like it. I like it. Just, yep. <laughs> just FYI, we are going to write a book eventually of all these. all these mantras because every time I hear one, I'm like, man, that's freaking genius. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, it'd awesome. be a great coffee table book. We're we can give it, it to all the friends of the program. Yes. yes. Every put, day you, you flip to a new page. Yep. There you go. Just put yep. somebody's picture and their, and and their, their mantra. mantra. Yes. We're going to absolutely do that for sure. Um, all right. Cool. That's awesome. So let's um, kind of wind and down here. What is there anything that we haven't touched on yet that maybe you guys want to get out there? And uh, we'll start with Virginia. Yes. Um, I am looking for help uh, for our social media committee. Um, so if anyone has an interest in being a part of this, um, I'm looking for volunteers, uh, looking for uh, folks to help create content um, for our website, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, anything like that. Um, and so if you're interested, uh, I'll give that email one more time, info at futuresurveyors.org. Uh, send me a, an, an email uh, with your interest and, and maybe some of your uh, social media uh, pages. Uh, not that I'm doing an interview, but I kind of want to see what you're doing. Sure. And uh, um, looking for folks to uh, help uh, promote the organization. I'm really glad you mentioned that because speaking from experience, it takes time to have an effective social media campaign. No it doubt does. about it. So, uh, I'm glad you threw that out there. If anybody listening is interested in helping out, I'm sure that Virginia and Heather and Anna, they'd love to hear from you because first of all, social media is extremely powerful and to have an, you know, an effective campaign, it takes time. So uh, thanks for throwing that out there. Heather, um, anything we might not have touched on that you want to get out there? I don't think so. Um, yeah, go register, go sign up, go be a sponsor. Um, yeah, we are a, a brand new kind of group and we, and we need as much support and word of mouth and tell everybody that you know. Um, so if you got a woman that's working for you or, or with you or around you, then, you know, shoot her our way. We'd love to hear from her. For sure. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Um, Anna, put a bow on this for us. 
Um, since we're talking about social media, you can follow us on Facebook, um, also on Instagram. I think we've got Twitter. I think we, Virginia, I think we have it actually set up, but I don't think we've posted much on there. Um, and then also LinkedIn. Um, you can follow both the Future Surveyors and the Women Surveyor Summit on there. We've got pages for both of those. Um, and Heather mentioned the Women's Surveyor Summit group on Facebook. Um, that is a private group. Um, women only are invited to attend or to be a part of that Facebook group just to give them kind of a safe space to talk about whatever they might need some support on. Um, but we do also have the Facebook page, which anybody can follow, and we do post um, upcoming events and inform information on there. Um, so definitely follow us on social media. You can check out our website, futuresurveyors.org. Um, and if there's anybody that wants to help in any way, um, we welcome the help because right now the th three of us are doing the best we can to get this thing going. Yeah, for sure. I know how that is because I, the, what, what's the saying? It's like 10% of the folks do 90% of the work exactly. or whatever. I mean, it's the same thing in every single organization and movement, but uh, kudos to you, you gals for, uh, for taking it as far as you have and Anna and Heather and Virginia. Thank you so much for being here. We, 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 can't uh we can't tell you how much we appreciate you coming on and, and sharing this information with us uh shoot you got anything else you want to add no do we I, miss anything not at all i'm, I'm we're good, good. Putting a bow PJ. on it. Put a bow on it. Put I love that wrap up. There you go. All right. Well, that's a wrap, guys and gals. Another awesome friend-making, value-adding show, without a doubt. Please be sure to check us out at thegeoholics.com. Follow us on all reputable social media outlets by searching for The Geoholics. Download all of our podcasts from just about everywhere. Don't forget to download the Geoholics app from landsurveyorsunited.com. It's pretty slick. Send us an email at info at the Geoholics if you have any content ideas or would like to be a guest on a future show. We do read and respond to all emails. Trust me. Last but not least, please support our amazing friends of the program every chance you get. Be sure to mention you're a Geoholic for the extra special VIP treatment. Pay it forward. Add value, make friends. Wolf mother, woman, available everywhere. Until next time, everyone, be safe and healthy. Once again, a shout out to our friends of the program, Aerotech Mapping Inc., ATMLV.com, Advanced Geodetic Surveys Inc., AGSGPS.com, Bad Elf GPS, Bad-Elf.com, Cobb Fenley, CobbFenley.com, Cyanic Automation, GetJobBook.com, Diamondback Land Surveying, DiamondbackLandSurveying.com, Get Kids Into Survey, GetKidsIntoSurvey.com, Land Surveyors United, LandSurveyorsUnited.com. Mentoring Mondays, mentoringmondays.xyz, Monson Engineering, monsonengineering.com, Nettleman Land Consulting, nlcprep.com, Parkland Community College, parkland.edu slash surveying, Safety Apparel, safetyapparel.us, Tiger Supplies, tigersupplies.com, Trimble Geospatial, geospatial.trimble.com.